Hey ladies, today we are talking about how to not lose your cool and overdrink this Thanksgiving holiday. Also want to remind you that we are reading Get Out of Your Head in the Set Free Sisterhood Facebook group. We just had our first get together this Sunday to discuss chapters one through three. Well, this week we're reading chapters four through seven actually four five and six actually we're going to do three chapters each week so if you haven't started yet you still have time the chapters are short but chopped is that a word <laughs> full of good stuff and the best thing is, is not only are we sitting there reading it on our own we come together and we bring up highlights and the things that we've uh, discovered on our own experiences that we've had on our own and then it goes in the replay right in the Facebook group. So if you cannot make the live Zoom, you still get the information. And I shared a cool little tool yesterday. I shared some questions for you guys to think about. So if you're interested, don't forget to jump in the Set Free Sisterhood group and join us. Hey sister, do you feel stuck? Do you feel like you're living each day over and over on a loop? Maybe you feel like a failure because you keep telling yourself that today will be different. You wake up each morning hoping to do better, but when the afternoon rolls around, all your promises to yourself are shot. And society screams, you deserve to have that drink, eat that piece of cake, and scroll mindlessly through social media. Hi, I'm Michelle Porterfield, certified mindset and breakthrough coach, mom of three, former daily wine drinker, excuse maker, and promise breaker. Coffee's my jam, dry shampoo is my BFF, and I am so glad you're here. I have created this community to help you walk in faith towards freedom from alcohol and other strongholds like it. Together, we will work to show you your value, your strength, and your ability to overcome. So pop in your earbuds and go for a walk, or buckle up for your commute. Girl, get ready for straight talk and the truth, because it's time to elevate your mindset, develop healthy routines, and begin to thrive alcohol-free. All right, ladies, so this year is just weird, right? 2020, obviously, there are, should we gather, should we not gather, how many can we gather, and I am in full understanding that there are women listening to this in many states, and in many situations, and with many, like, family situations, but I know that we're doing something, whether we've tweaked it and doing a virtual get together or we're having a super small gathering and just staying with our intimate family we've been with. Um, there's still stress, right? There's stress with like making that decision and who, how do we navigate it? And I'm sure at this point, this is coming out the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. You've already got your plans. You possibly already are traveling. But here's what I want you to know that it could be stressful. And stress is going to come in all different shapes and sizes. It could be wonderful. It could be relaxing, reconnecting. You could feel joy and excitement, looking forward to finally seeing some, some folks you haven't seen. Or it just could create some uncertainty. There could be health concerns, political conversations, perceived judgment around who's going and why you're going. And there's just, you know, a lot of junk. So I just wanted to kind of lay down here like, all right. What can I give them to help them navigate? What ideas can I share with them when they're facing these challenges? Because at the end of the day, we're going to face challenges all the time. This is just one. This is just a specific one that most of us 
in the world are going to face, right? But we're going to face challenges that are not holiday related, that are not normal, and they're not look, they're not coming up. You know, at least I feel like when we've got something coming and it's, it's close, we can prepare for it, right? In the same way that we prepare for vacations and that we get to prepare and um, pack appropriately, plan our schedule, we look forward to these things. What are we gonna do? Who are we gonna visit? What kind of excursions are we going to take? Are we just going to totally relax on the beach like we planned? So I think that any sort of situation, ladies, that we've got to plan accordingly. So here's what we're going to do. Here's your tips. I got about six ways that you can plan for this uncertainty. Isn't that interesting? Not knowing what's going to happen, but we're going to plan anyway. All right, number one. We are going to choose to stay calm. How do we do that? How do we get to choose? Well, we're going to know that more than likely something's going to come up. So we're going to set our mind right before the event. We're going to pray. We're going to take time on the drive or a few minutes of quiet time just to decide what you're going to think and how you will respond that day. So whether it's Wednesday heading in, Thanksgiving morning, whatever, I want you to take the time to choose your thoughts. This directly relates also to what we're reading in the group that I mentioned in the intro. Okay, we have a choice. Number two, I want you to look in the mirror and just tell yourself, I commit to me today. No matter who annoys the crap out of me or says something obnoxious or stupid, I will not drink. I matter more than any disagreement. Now you can write that down and say that exact thing, or you can put in something else, a specific person's name. You can put a specific thing you expect to happen. Maybe it isn't not drinking for you. Maybe you've just found this podcast because you like the encouragement and you like learning about it and the mindset piece. And maybe it's not overeat or over cuss is that a thing (laughs) you won't lose your goal but i'm guessing 90 of my friends listening it's like look we need help with drinking so we're gonna stick with that all right number three go and go even far farther here write down in your journal the same thing and then tell someone so if you make this decision and you looked in the mirror and you committed to yourself, no matter what happens, no matter who annoys me, I will not drink. I matter more than this disagreement. Write that down 10 times in your journal. There is so much power. Once again, when we write things down and we, we say them, we see them, we write them. It just continues to infuse this information in our brain. It needs to be reminded. And then also... Who's there that supports you? Who's with you? Is your spouse with you and he knows that you're going through this? Or your sister and you you guys have had really intense conversations of how this is something you're working on and that you've been able to, you know, go alcohol free for a few months and you don't want this to be the time that, that that you blow it. And, you know, knowing that there'll be pressure. Who is it? Just, just connect with him and tell him. Which leads us into number four, stay close to the one that makes you feel most at ease. Who is that in this group? Is it your sweet grandma? Is it your children? 
Is it your nieces and nephews? Maybe your partner. You know, is it your aunt that you don't get to see very much and she just loves you so much and she thinks you're precious? Who makes you feel most at ease? Connect with them, spend time with them. You know, I think this is a great time too to use this time to to be the, the curious one. You know, ask questions. If you want people to stay out of your business, start pointing them out and being curious about who they are and giving them the attention. People love to talk about themselves. So turn it on them. If you want to just kind of stay off the grid, just just get super curious in a loving, authentic way, of course, but just get curious about their life. Number five. All right, so is this you? This was not me. I'm going to fully confess this. I did not come from a drinking family, but I work with many women who do. It is also a culture where they've grown up and in their family. So if you're a drinking family, you know, do you feel like they're going to constantly ask you why you're not drinking? Is this something that you've been personally, privately working on that they do not know about? And you're really just knowing they're going to be weirded out. And you've decided, you know, I'm not going to let this stand in the way. Because you could have easily just said, you know what, I don't feel comfortable. Because here's one option. You could have, I'm sure you've decided by now, but you could have said, you know what, I'm just really not comfortable right now. I have chosen to to stay home just with my family. I don't want to, you know, we'll see you soon. I don't want to do large gatherings or larger or big-ish or smallish, whatever, right? Say that. Or you're just, you're, you've decided, you know, I really miss my family. I really want to see them, and but I'm, but I'm concerned about this. You know, you could just say you're on a new medicine, and that it makes you super sick. You know, you could say, hey, I am like eating my calories today. Drinking is not going to add to that. Like, I'm going to have fun and enjoy it. You know, you could even say like, hey, I've been really healthy and watching my calories. And I knew that I was going to eat a lot today because this is my favorite meal. So I just don't want to add drinking to it because it just makes me feel super bloated and, you know, that kind of thing. Most of the time, they're not going to keep annoying and asking you. Most of the time, it's in our heads. We think that people care so much about our info and what we're doing. And that goes back to, honestly, people are really more interested in themselves and their own lives and their own choices, okay? We have got to get out of our head and thinking that everybody's watching, they're paying attention. It's just most of the time not true. Now, you could have that extreme crazy uncle or aunt that's just on you and like, you know, super annoying in your face drinking well I would just say that's the one you want to just try to avoid okay just try to avoid and the last one I'm going to share with you is a really powerful tool especially when used in one-on-one coaching when that's something where we're on the phone together and we can really tap into this it's it may be a little hard for you to do on your own but I'm going to give it to you because I want you to be able to give it a try you might be able to do this you may have tried this before Obviously, I would do this when you can get super quiet and you can sit really still and you can close your eyes, okay? So what we want to do is we want to teach our minds and our bodies to create a certain feeling. When we know we're going to see someone that creates a uncomfortable or nervous type feeling, okay? Let's just say you're going to see your mother. Anytime you're going to see your mother, let's just get real honest here. All of us have some sort of mommy challenges. Okay. 
So what I want you to do is just close your eyes, take a few deep breaths, and I want you to just think about how do you want to feel when you know this person's around or you're in a situation with them? What kind of feelings do you want to have? Do you want to feel peaceful? You want to feel calm? You want to feel steady? Maybe grounded? Empowered? What about strong or resilient? Those are just some feeling words as an example. But I want you to decide when you're with this person, how do you really want to feel? Okay? Once you've got your word, I want you to really picture this place. Go to somewhere in your life where you have been in that emotion. Where have you been most calm and at peace? An example may be when I was sitting on the ocean. I typically go to that. When I want to feel peaceful and just, there's just something that happens to my body. When I, when I sit in a chair on the ocean, and especially in South Carolina, y'all, it is not, we don't have packed beaches. I can be 10 feet or more from someone easily, probably even more than that, especially if it's off season. And I can sit there and I can just place my toes and my feet and I can just push them down into the cool sand and I hear the roar of the ocean and the waves and it's so big. And then especially if it's like sunset or sunrise, this big, beautiful sun is beaming and I can just see God's creation and I just feel, I feel held and I feel at such peace and I, I feel strong too. There's so many things that come from that. So I want you to find that and I want you to just describe every detail of the scene. What does it smell like? What does it sound like? Like, what do you hear? Do you hear the birds in the distance? Do you hear the the waves crashing, do you hear the little, you know, when the waves go back out, the little pops and the bubbles of the waves that go, you know, do you hear the noise in your ears from the wind? Do you have, hear children in a distance laughing and running? You know, how, what does it feel? Do you feel this like coolness on your skin? Do you feel the wind blowing past the little hairs on your arms? Sometimes they're a little gritty and sandy if you're on the beach you know, my, the sand is cool when you dig down deep. Like I want every, every little detail for you. I want you to describe all that for yourself. Be there, say the words and feel the emotion. Okay. Now, when you have it, I want you to open your eyes. Here's what's powerful. You just went there. You know exactly what that feels like. You felt the relaxing in your shoulders, the peace in your chest, the body, your body just sort of sinking in to wherever you're sitting, the chair or the floor, or whenever you're doing this exercise. Well, guess what? You have the power that anytime you need that, it's there and you can pull it. So this is called a form of anchoring, okay? So this is a powerful tool that when you know you're going to be with someone that creates the opposite of that, you anchor yourself before, you with, with your, before you're with them, okay? And then that way you can create these feelings in your body. Now this takes work. It may, you, you may just experience this and be like, oh my gosh, this is life-changing. Because I have had people say that. They're like, 
as soon as I learned how to do that, I could totally do this. You know, you may have some other spiraling thoughts, some junk going on in there. Now, don't doubt yourself that you'll have the ability to do it. This may be that one thing that really helps you moving forward. So give it a try and just see how it goes, okay? So that's, that's some good stuff. I hope that some of this helps you. I hope that you can take this and use this this week and going forward, whether it's holidays or not, whatever experiences you have, because I want to encourage you that if there's challenges and there will be, that you have made a commitment to yourself. Tell yourself, you're three months, you're 37 days, you're 53 days, you're six months and so on. Your health, your mindset, and your life, and your future matter more than any little blip of stress or fun or whatever situation that you may find yourself in to take that drink. Because you're going to get stronger and stronger. The more you build resilience through these types of situations, the, the more you get to the other side in choosing not to drink, the more powerful you will get, the more resilient you'll be, and the more that you will thrive alcohol-free. And I want this for you. I want this for you. So until next week, stay blessed. Okay, girlfriend, before you go, if you found value in this podcast and it helped you, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. Every so often, I will read reviews and give shout outs. To dig deeper, join us at Set Free Sisterhood over on Facebook. I will pop the link in the show notes. And don't forget, if you know someone that would enjoy or benefit from this podcast, share it with them and take a screenshot and post it in your Instagram stories and tag me. It's time to take back our power, ladies, and be set free. Until next time, stay blessed. Michelle.